Hello, hello, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. Alrighty, friends, this is the year in review. Um, pretty crazy that it's been five months uh, since I started the uh, the podcast. And uh, I wanted to, um, I don't know, I, I figure every year I'll just do like a, like a, um, a year in review at the end of the year, uh, talking about the uh, the good, the bad, and the hopeful, right? Not the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, but the hopeful. A little twist on on um, the classic, right? Uh, as well as that, also um, some of the business side, uh, things that, um, uh, you know, things that were good, things that were bad, uh, maybe some of the revenue that, uh, that was lost from the year. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, the goals that I set out for 2020 and which ones did I hit, which ones did I not hit, and then how to be realistic about um, the goals that you set out for yourself. And then takeaways, right? For the most part, you know, for the podcast, um, I think for any podcast too, is like you want to be able to take away something from any episode, right? Even if it's like one thing, there should be something that you can take away from, right? Because we uh, we want it to be we want to be able to be in an educational space, in an informational space where you can take this information and then go out into the real world and apply it to your life, right? Uh, so let's start with um, the the good. Uh, should we start with the good or should we start with the bad? Let's start with the bad, right? Because the bad is always the more dramatic, the more uh, interesting things to to stick with. And so the bad part is really, you know, many people have been have just been affected, right? Their work volume has been affected. Uh, maybe if they were used to being on set, say like a uh, hundred days out of the year, uh, maybe that has been reduced to like. 50 or some something like that right uh and then the uh the scene the the landscape of production has has changed as well too uh you're looking at smaller crew sizes you're looking at virtual production remote production uh where directors and producers aren't on set anymore they're remote uh even for some crew members they are remote as well too uh and then for uh, for some of the, for some of the the scale uh, productions I have seen, like the large scale productions, a lot of them have been um, uh, they have to operate differently, you know. So like certain parts, certain departments will go in, they do their thing, say uh, uh, set design, production design. They have like however long they have, like say an hour or a half an hour to go do whatever they need to do, right? Dress up the set and then they need to leave so that way um, the uh, the lighting and grip team can come in and they have an hour to do whatever it is they need to do. Then they leave and then so on and so forth, right? So that's like the large scale productions. Um, how has it affected uh, me and, and my business? Well, for the most part, uh, there has been the like the the large um, the larger budget productions have either been uh, canceled, rescheduled, um, uh, or you know they've been like uh, tentatively been on hold. So through my calculations, I lost about nineteen thousand dollars this year through revenue, through profit, and a good chunk of that has just been through shoots that were canceled. They were rescheduled like two, three times, and then you know uh, the state of California said that okay, we're opening up, and then they we're shutting down again. And they were opening up again, and they were shutting down again. And then after the, after like the third time, a lot of companies were just like, "Screw it! Like we don't want to deal with this anymore. You know, we're just gonna wait until, uh, or we have to wait until things subside, right?" Uh, so that that's been that's been a bummer, right? Uh, luckily, there has been enough work coming back in. Um, I would say May, 
end of May, early June is when work started to come back in for me. So thankfully I wasn't like, um, I wasn't completely out of work for like the whole year. There was just March, April, and then May, so like about three months where things were really silent, things were really dead for across the board uh, and including myself. So thankfully we've been able to bring things back up and running for myself, for my production company. Uh, but again, that $19,000 is a good chunk of change to have, um, I, don't even, I don't even know what the word is, to basically have lost, right? So that is pretty much um, the bad, I would say, but there are a lot of good, right? So the good parts were um, I've been able to network, to build my network up a lot this year from mm, probably June, yeah, June, July, uh, and even to the end of this year, right? Uh, where I was brought on as crew, uh, brought on as grip, brought on as a gaffer, uh, brought on as support, on multiple productions, as well as uh, as well as being able to to produce more content with clients that I've worked with, uh, say in 2018, 2019, we've been able to um, create a stronger bond this year, and and again that that scales with with my production company, right? I'm able to have more days on set. I'm also be able I'm also able to um, produce more content and more valuable content for clients. And that brings in more revenue for for our production company, right? So networking was one of the biggest um, pluses this year for me, uh, getting more days on set for myself, uh, getting more days on set, uh, helping other people out with their productions. Uh, The second good was uh, content creation, right? For myself, building my own personal brand at David Lee uh, through YouTube, mostly. My Instagram is still um, not not the hot thing um, uh, recently, and it probably won't be for a while. I don't know. Instagram is like its own thing. Um, and it's probably probably because the type of content I put out on Instagram really uh, doesn't appeal to a lot of people, and which is fine. Uh, my YouTube channel has, uh, what's the word? Oh, my YouTube channel has consistently grown, um, which is good. And, um, and I think that has brought a lot of value to myself, uh, learning what type of content people want to watch and then uh, how much value they can receive. Uh, being able to stay true to my vision for what I want my YouTube channel to be. Again, it's not a huge YouTube channel, but I don't, I don't want it to be a huge YouTube channel. I want it to be a channel that can bring value to people, right? Even as one or two people who are looking at something very specific for their production that they need, maybe it's a it's a it's a it's a business lesson that they're trying to learn, or it's a it's a lighting lesson that they're trying to learn, right? I want it to be able to. Uh, be a YouTube channel that is um, that is created by a working professional for other working professionals, right? On YouTube, there's probably only like 90, about 90% of the content on YouTube is really designed for like enthusiasts, hobbyists, right? Like people who really aren't making money off of their work, whether that be photography or filmmaking or video production. They're not being hired by businesses, brands, corporations to produce content, right? They're just looking for like travel cameras or GoPro cameras or like gimbals to go film their cats or their dogs or stuff like that, right? They're not actual working professionals. So that other 10% is a very small number and it's probably even smaller than that. It's probably maybe like four or 5% if I had to guess of working um, professionals. And when I say working professionals, you don't have to be like a union. You don't have to be local 600. Um, you don't have to be SAG. I'm talking about anyone who is being paid by a business, brand, corporation 
to create content for them, right? Whether that be an ad, uh, narrative, short, documentary, corporate, whatever it is, right? Nonprofit. Those are the people who I want to be, be able to create uh, content for. Uh, so that is a good good side uh, of this year as I've been able to produce more content than I have in the past. And now the hopeful, right? The hopeful for this year, I think, has been, uh, has really taught me everything that has happened politically, socially, culturally, that there is still light at the end of the tunnel, right? If there wasn't light at the end of the tunnel, I think literally our country would be in, in utter chaos. Not to say it wasn't, because if you look from like May to gosh probably like to september it looked like our country was in total chaotic unrest right i mean it looked like our it looked like the united states was a third world country right again not to uh label third world countries as bad but it, it, it literally looked like we were in a military zone for like half the year right um, through pope through protests through rioting and continual protests and rioting, right? That were just happening everywhere. And then on top of that, you have infection rates. You have a government who literally has no idea where, um, when, and how the virus, the the coronavirus is like spreading. How to mitigate it? How to control it? How to zone it? None of it, right? So it looked like our country was just working as backwards, right? It looked like we were literally just we were just giving up. But now we are in December of 2020, and I think a lot of that has um, not ha- not necessarily it's changed, but it's been it's been controlled to the point where I think you know the vast majority of Americans at least have a better idea of what the government can do and what the government can't do. And based upon that, then they can make their decisions on how they can um, how they can operate and live their life, right? That means that they can have a better idea of what to do on the business side, on the career side. Um, the personal development side, the relationship side, and that in itself, that in totality, brings more hope, um, brings more optimism, right? It brings more, it sheds more light on the darkness and on like the shadow sides of of life itself, right? And another hopeful uh, point is seeing how I can still be able to uh, be freelance and have my own production company through COVID nineteen has taught me that, you know what, like, even though things are really shitty, you're still here and you're still working and you're still operating and you're still being able to make connections for the coming year. So that's a big hopeful, right? Because I think a lot of people are um, maybe fearful that uh, say like this year they were, they were going to save up all their money or save up a lot of money and then start their, their little winery thing next year, right? Or open up their own barbershop next year uh, or finally go, freelance um, product photography or fashion fashion films or music videos next year, right? They were going to save up all this chunk of money and then go all in next year. And then COVID happened. They're like, oh shit, well, I don't know if I can actually do this, right? And um, the, 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 the most important thing to remember is when you, when you are presented with an extreme challenge or difficulty in any way, shape or form, if you have the courage to face it head on, whether you win or lose in the micro, right, in the short term does not matter because we all have to be able to go through the 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 process, right? I, I look at like professional sports because I competed in, in martial arts for many, many years. Professional sports is analogous to life. If you don't put in the time and the efforts to understand, to learn, and to experience, you're not going to get anywhere, right? It's just like... Um, 
school is 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 also in in a very same in a very same manner, right? It's like you can't expect to know everything about math uh, unless you actually practice it and and unless you take the time to learn it. And for some people, that could be like two years, four years, six years, ten years, right? Some people devote their entire life. They get like a master's degree and a PhD in in mathematics, right? Uh, and that's like a whole lifetime thing for them. So I think for a lot of us, it's it's uh, you know if you're if you're trying to get to the point where you want to go freelance and you want to make your passion a reality, you have to take those first steps and you have to take a risk uh, because without risk, even if it's a small risk, you won't learn what's going to work for you or not, right? Like business is not something that it just works, right? You have to actually work for your business to work, if that makes any sense. All right, so let's round things out with uh, takeaways uh, for 2020. I think uh, I think putting yourself out there is one of the biggest takeaways, uh, especially with everything that's happened, right? There aren't um, there there are less productions happening, and because of that, uh, businesses, corporations, agencies, production companies are are really uh, what's the word? Uh, they're they're really trying to to get out productions faster. So that means that they're they're trying to find crew. They're trying to find um, the best people for the jobs as quickly as possible. And since there's so many of us out there, they really have to kind of go with like um, referrals. They have to go with uh, word of mouth. Like, hey, I need, I have this. Who's the best people? And I need it now, right? They don't have like the luxury that they had before of of um, people applying and people sending the messages or emails or phone calls, right? They don't have that luxury to take everyone into account. Um, so the takeaway is again, put yourself out there, right? Shoot your spec stuff. Um, do marketing, market yourself as best as possible. If you're just starting out, again, that's going to be a lot of like cold calls, cold emails in the beginning, right? Later on, you don't have to do many of that much of that at all because you've already set the foundation uh, for your, for your brand, for your image. Right. But in the, in the beginning, you're going to have to do like shout outs. You're going to have to, again, do cold emails, cold messages, cold calls. Again, like build relationships, right? Build relationships uh, with people who you want to work with. The second takeaway is if you have the time where you're not working, be productive, right? Maybe start your YouTube channel, uh, start posting more on Instagram and post uh, valuable, uh, valuable content on Instagram, right? Pe- people that or like the audience that you have bring value to them, right? What do they want to see? What do they want to um, uh, consume, right? And maybe it's a podcast you want to start. Maybe it's a blog uh, or maybe it's all the above, right? You start a YouTube channel, you start an Inst- or you start posting more on Instagram, you start a podcast and you start some kind of uh, online blog, right? Whether that be written or a combination of written and visual, uh, so be productive in times where you don't have work. And then the last takeaway, uh, number three, I think would be to uh, to grow yourself, um, grow yourself personally, right? Uh, you can only do so much on the business side without sacrificing something of your inner self, right? So grow spiritually, grow mentally, um, grow physically, right? Exercise, make sure that your health is, is, is good. Uh, I can't tell you like, you know, this year, uh, my mom has been battling cancer for the past two years, and thankfully this year we've done um, enough to kind of like lower her cancer cell count. Um, my dad has been in and out of the hospital due to health reasons, and um, and that's kind of like been been uh, something that has has been what's the word? 
has been like, like, like nagging on his shoulders for many, many years is, is his health. And I see it all around me. You know, I see it through, through relatives or through um, parents and relatives or friends. Your health is like the only thing you really have control over. Everything else you don't. But your health is the one thing you have control over. You can choose to eat the right foods. You can choose to exercise or not. Uh, and, you know, if you don't have your health, what good is it to have uh, monetary value, right? What good is it to have like $500,000 if you're in and out of the hospital half the time, right? So number three, uh, I would say is is the self-awareness to take care of yourself, right? Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And I did forget about goals. So let's talk about goals really quick and then we'll wrap things up. Uh, the main goals I had for this year were um, for a documentary that I have been in sort of like pre-production on. Um, it is, uh, it's called Eighth Place Trophies. That is the working title. And it's pretty much how uh, we've been in, we've been in this culture for, I don't know for how long, but for me, I've seen it in the past like 20 years where um, in the competitive martial arts sphere, we started giving out uh, finalist trophies and eighth place trophies, 10th place trophies. And I've seen the effects of it where kids have become, as they grow up, they become so disillusioned in reality, right? Because they feel like, well, as long as I just show up, I'm going to get rewarded. Then when they grow up, they end up understanding that that's not how life works, right? You don't, you just don't show up and get rewarded. Uh, you're going to get critiqued. You're going to get performance reviews, quarterly, yearly, um, you're going to start a YouTube channel and people are going to talk trash on it, whether they're, whether they know what the hell they're talking about or not, they're going to talk trash on it. You have no idea how to respond to that. It creates, uh, entitled and privileged people. Um, and, and it's a, it's a disease in itself, you know? So I wanted to, um, I wanted to finalize uh, the scripts and locations and characters. COVID, uh, really made a huge roadblock for that because, you know, one, you can't, really go to a lot of places, especially in the United States. And a lot of places, a lot of locations are just locked down, right? You can't even go inside. People are inaccessible. Uh, so that kind of took a hinder on that. So I, I have to pick back up on that in 2021. Um, but as far as the script goes, um, the was it yesterday? I, I, I pretty much finalized like a rough script for it and I like it. So at least I got a part, part of the part of the goal. Uh, the second one was to uh, bring in $70,000 worth of profit. Um, I won't say how much I made this year, but I will say I was able to make more than half, um, of that number, if that makes any sense. Uh, so you can kind of guess like where I am with that. Right. And, uh, I don't know, maybe like, uh, in one of the other podcasts, future podcasts, I'll kind of break down exactly like what my overhead is and then how that, um, how, how I go about budgeting, right. Everything, because some people's, everyone's in a different, uh, sphere when it comes to, like finances, right? My sphere of finances is different than yours. So, you know, I think having perspective of other people's financial spheres gives them an idea of like, okay, well, like, what is it I need to do to be financially okay? And with that being said, I think uh, we will wrap up this episode, kind of a long one. So I apologize for anyone who has been uh, listening to, to this, but again, year in review, there's a lot to, there's a lot to review, especially in COVID-19 world. Uh, so 2021, we have new goals, we have new aspirations, we have new projects, uh, new clientele, new networking, new opportunities, uh, more content for the YouTube channel, more content for the podcast. Um, if there's anything that you want to, um, that you want me to talk about, a specific topic, 
let me know. Shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. Just say, hey, David, I uh, want to know your thoughts on, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then uh, I will see if I can, if I can make a, a video or maybe not a video, maybe a video, probably more a podcast uh, on, on that topic. Uh, all right, that is it. I hope you guys have a beautiful holiday, a beautiful Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is. Uh, I wish you guys all the health and the wealth in the world. Uh, you, your, your closest ones, your friends, your family, and I will see you guys in the brand new year.